0: the crux of the fourteenth chapter. And we talked about what? We preached a little bit on that Sunday, we talked about really what we do with disagreements, right? Right. And, and really disagreements that are that are not essential.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we kind of wrestle with, you know, what is not essential and what's essential. And um uh, you know there's a there's a gray there's a gray area with that. And there's gonna be some things that may be essential to one that are not essential to another, but for the most part Paul is trying to get this idea of that it, is, it does not deal with the crux of the matter. It does not deal with the cross. It does not deal with, deal with the story of Christ and his coming. It doesn't deal with one of those heavy doctrinal issues in a And the last thing that it needs to do is divide the church and divide the body. Again, some of the examples that we used last week were what? Diets. You had, um, especially those that were. Um, coming out of the Jewish faith, they were still di- still dealing with those dietary uh, restraints that you had in the Old Testament. You will, right? They were still dealing with those special days, and some <laughs> chose to bring that in to their practice of Christianity. Same thing with uh, the pagans, right? They had come out of this, and, and, and many of them had sacrificed <laughs> meats and all that, and then and so you had some that. Um, they didn't necessarily sort of bring that they went the opposite way, and they just didn't eat food, period. They ate vegetables. And the whole point was uh, that when we're dealing with this, number one, we, we understand we're not going to divide the church over this. Somebody's conviction is that they uh, don't want to eat pork, and let them not eat pork. That's right. All right. <laughs> if somebody's conviction is that they want to um, be a vegetarian, and let them do that. Alright? But we also understand there's nothing that we add to this thing. Alright? Me, being a vegetarian, is not going to get me closer to God. That's right? right. That's Paul's point, right? Yeah. There is no <laughs> tackle to this. It's Christ and Christ alone. <laughs> Alright? That's, that's what we dealt with last week is how do we deal with your disagreement. Paul talked about how you embrace, you know, sometimes, let's be honest, Sometimes we embrace folks, quote unquote, embrace folks to change them later. Paul's saying, if you're doing it that way, then you're still up. Yeah. And he said, no, you embrace your brother. and, uh, and, and if it, there's it, something that is a doctrinal issue, or it's something that they need to deal with, you, you embrace them and you, and you set up parameters for them to learn. One thing here in the church that I'm I'm trying to make sure that I'm trying to make sure this is a training brand. Training ground for ministers, a training ground for, for for lay folks, a a safe atmosphere even for young folks. Yeah. Look, if you're gonna mess up, mess up in here. Mm-hmm. This should be a loving atmosphere. Yeah. where well, if you make some mistakes, the steel top should be one that we don't we don't we don't your mistakes. We don't high-five my, my mess ups. But this should be a place where a person can work. Mm-hmm. Alright, so that, that right there was 14, I think we went uh, with the first couple of verses, of 15 as well, um, but that, that pretty much sums up uh, what we talked about last week. And so now what we're going to tackle, we're going to tackle the conclusion to this, this powerful letter. Alright, and it's almost, um, if you read it, and I pray if you read it uh, before Sunday, we'll preach a little bit on it Sunday, uh, if you a the Lord's will. But um, of course, he's already dealt with some heavy doctrinal stuff. He deals with it a little bit here, but now he almost kind of sums it up and some historical of if you will, and then um, kind of uh, uh, puts an exclamation point on the stuff. All right, so let's let's pull this up and 15:8 through 16:27 is going to be I'll be the focus, if you will, and, and then we'll call it we'll call it a unit the conclusion, conclusion to this. This Bible. Uh, the emphasis that he does really in this uh, portion of the ministry—that's the emphasis, if you will, of this is the ministry. Not just his ministry. Uh, I'm going to talk about a few ministries, but uh, ministry is the emphasis here. There are three different Greek words to discuss uh, this thing. There's a simple word for a servant or service. You see those? Uh, uh, Romans 15:8. Someone else to talk about that. And you have the ordinary word uh, for service in public, <laughs> office of the temple. And then you have to perform sacred rites to minister in a priestly service. So you've got three different three different ways in which this is uh, in which this is happening ah. right here. So this man on the move. Of course, we're talking about we're talking about Paul. Paul explains four different missions. He talks about the ministry of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. He talks about the ministry to the Gentiles. He talks about the Gentiles, their ministry to the Jews. And then the believers ministry to Paul. The believers ministry to Paul. The first ministry of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. That's fifteen eight. 13. I'm trying to go a little bit, I know I've got a tendency to go fast, I'm going to try to slow it down a little bit, but if you have any questions, please stop me, we've got, but firstly we have another, we have a couple years uh, to be the the legal, so we don't have to go fast, just go fast, if there's any questions, please, please do stop me. We have the ministry of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, of course Paul, you know, Paul always used Jesus as the, as the centerpiece. Right, so it's only today that he deal he deal with him So, ministry of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. hey Now I say that Jesus Christ has become a servant to the circumcision of the truth of God, to confirm the promise made to the fathers, and that the Gentiles may glorify like God for His mercy, as it, as in His riches. For this reason, I will confess to you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. And again, he says, Rejoice, O Gentiles. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Law him, all you people. And again, Isaiah says, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he shall rise to reign over the Gentiles. In him, Gentiles shall have hope. Now, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, first thing, He came first. And we talked about Jesus. He came first to minister to the Jews and prove them to the Gentiles. And we already talked about that progression. All right. If you've got if you've got a problem with the progression with this idea that it first came to the Jews, you don't have a problem with this Bible. Right? That's why as a Christian, you can't be you can't be it's probably anti-Semitic anyway. If you're a Christian you're anti-Semitic, you got some issues. Jesus came to the house of Israel. <coughs> That's what he dealt with, All right? So we, we see that we see that progression right there. This principle is followed not only in the earthly ministry of Jesus, but also in the ministry of the church as well, right? So when you look at Acts, was the first couple chapters of Acts deal with? Acts one through seven is dealing with the house of Israel, All right? We don't see the, the gospel starts going forward until about the eighth chapter of Acts. And again, that's five design. Jesus came to his own first. Acts eight, gospel brought to the Samaritans, Samaritans and then Acts 10, it was actually brought to the Jews. <coughs> the good news was from the Jews. We see the progression right there in 9 through 12. And look, it's really it, I, I like the way the word breaks this down. First, Jews glorify God and among the Gentiles. That is going to be 15.9. Right? Just like the progression I just talked about. Then you see in Romans 15 and 10, and it's got a Old Testament companion as well. And then 15 and 10, you see that Gentiles now rejoice with the Jews. So Jews glorify God among among the Gentiles. the, The word comes to the Jews first. We talked about it. There was a falling way of the Jewish nation, right? And that was, and it did not surprise God. When the Jews fell away, the gospel went to the Gentiles. We talked about that about three, four weeks ago, right? And then in Romans 15:11, all Jews and Gentiles together praise God. Again, you see how this is kind of panning out. And then in 15:12, we've already read that Christ shall reign over the Jews and the Gentiles. All right, So we see we see all this progression. Right here, Romans fifteen eight covers that period that I talked about of the gospel in Acts one through seven. Fifteen nine, if you will, describe the ministry of, the ministry of Paul and his witness to the Gentiles. Fifteen ten applies to that church council in, they, in Acts fifteen. All right, with my Bible student, Acts fifteen, we have a what? What happens there? We have a council, right? We talked about that last week. They actually come together and and and, and, and they say, hold on. You see where this gospel is going. Is this is this really what the Lord is 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 for this gospel? Does He really want it to extend outside of the room? Does He really want it to extend outside of Judea? Does He really want it to extend the Gentiles? That's what the council literally hit back to make you know to to to, to stamp that. Of course, we are we're all excited to answer, the answer. Right? Who's Gentile here? Wow. Okay, that's why we're excited to answer. Is, is yes, and so we see really there's the, the equal status given, if you will. And then today, Jews and Gentiles in the church are praising God together. The Gentiles were without hope. That's in fifteen twelve, and that's um, that's really a good piece. What really twelve and thirteen? Uh, and Isaiah said there shall be a root of Jesse, and he shall rise. Rain over the Gentiles, and him the Gentiles shall have hope. Now may God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believe believing, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Again, we have to, um, and we're right there with you. The Gentiles are coming out of darkness, so now we see this, this hope right before his eyes. And the same thing with us. We're coming out of the darkness. There's nobody here that, that, that got it right. We're all coming out of the dark, a darkness, a dark situation. Yes. Gentile are going to be well, we just said non-June. Non-June. At that time, really what we're talking about right here, and that was that was the first part of the letter we talked about. There's really a disdain for the Jewish people, for anybody that's not Jewish. So, I'll have to look at that. I don't know exactly the origin of that, of that word. Okay? But, um, the fact that you even hear talk, you really thought of it as really just how long. There's an arrogance. And Paul deals with that. Really he deals with this arrogance that many of us do. Well, we talked about three or four lessons one well, of the first things that Paul had to deal with was um, to the Jewish nation, that you don't get into glory just because you're
1: Jewish.
0: You've got to believe. And he used Abraham as an example that, look, this is the one that you, Abraham in the Jewish culture is one of the forefathers, all right? And so he used Abraham to show that Abraham had a belief. And it was, it was counted to him unto righteousness. So if your father Abraham believed, you have got to believe too. So, so, uh, so, in, so in this sense right here, did you tell anybody? In our and that's, <coughs> and that's really what we have the clash in the church, because you have those right here that come out of this, this, um, this fabric, if you will, that only they were the ones that were, were chosen. See, again, sometimes we read this Bible and we just kind of fly past it. That's why I say, if you're going to study it, try your best to, to put yourself in the original atmosphere. In the original atmosphere is that you had a, a, a religion for thousands of years that said, this is the chosen people. We know that they were chosen, we know they were set apart. God set them apart. But at the same time, we now see an ushering that when you're bringing in Gentiles. See, that's why, that's why Paul's travel was so critical. Paul went, but Paul was, that was radical what he needed. So to be going to these places. He's going outside of the region. So but good question. We'll, we'll look at that word just out and one of and see where uh, where that origin comes from. Can we correctly say that we're chosen by uh, adoption in Christ's After you're saved, you are chosen also, right? Absolutely. Yes history yes. Yeah. the well, oh yeah we're all, we're all chosen we're all chosen well we would be different and we would be grafted in. we we'll talked about that a couple weeks ago the Gentiles would be grafted in we would not be original of that tree If you will, we would have to be grafted in. And we're still part of the tree now. But we're grafted. And we talked about it. God will deal with the Israel nation. There's still some promises. There's still some messianic prophecies. Not messianic. But there's still some prophecies that are yet to have taken place. He will go back and deal with the Israel nation. (coughs) Two questions. So now let's look at uh, some of the uh, characteristics of his ministry. This, now this is Paul's ministry, if you will, to the Gentiles. So we talked about Jesus Christ. That's the way Paul's going to do. Paul's never going to start with himself. He's never going to start with two. He starts with Christ. He starts with Christ's ministry. Now he's going to talk about, he's going to talk about his, his own ministry and his characteristics of the ministry. It was what? Received by grace, 14 and 15. Now, I myself am confident concerning you, my brethren, that you are also full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish one another. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written more boldly to you on some points, as reminding you of the grace given to me by God. But for anybody who knows about grace, it's
1: all.
0: he understood the darkness that he and look, he thought he was doing, look, the most, the most dangerous folks are not the ones who do not know them. the Lord, per se, who got about their business. The most dangerous ones are the ones that are wrong and name of Jesus. Those are the dangerous ones. That's why Jesus, in his earthly ministry, who did he deal with? He didn't even go after the prostitutes. He told them that uh, go would sin no more, right. he didn't go after the publicans. The tax collectors, who did he deal with most of the time? He dealt with the folks in the church, mm-hmm. the ones that should have known better. The Pharisees—that's who he, that's who Jesus dealt with. And that's a picture of, of, of right there of, of how. That's a picture of how we don't know the grace that we want. Mm-hmm. The is we forget. A lot of us have forgotten just how dark it was in the midst of Mm -hmm. Paul saying, "I can't, I can't forget." I mean, it was was in dramatic fashion for Paul. He was stopped on the road, the the Damascus road, right? Mm -hmm. Was blinded. God did something, but He does the same thing with us. He does the same thing with us. He, he, he allows us, if we will, to walk through dark situation, put somebody by us to, to help us, uh, and perfectly we, we come to the light. But but he's saying, look, this ministry is by the grace of God. That's why I try to remind folks: it's a privilege. I you know I say that people are like it is a privilege, mm-hmm. and if we remember that, we'll walk through these doors differently. Mm-hmm. We'll pray differently. Mm-hmm. So, Everything yeah. we do, we'll do it to His glory. Yeah. Sure. There's some folks who are close to us who would love the opportunity to be here right now. They would love the opportunity to come in to see the top of the world. I think about somebody right there. Yeah. They would love to come worship. So how dare we come here not shall not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. saying, so, yeah. He just Paul yeah.
1: yeah.
0: so, yeah. said, he said, uh, a characteristic of our ministry is the one that it was it was received by grace, all right? And he knows that God called him into this apostleship. Uh, it was centered on the gospel. 16. That I might be a minister of Jesus Christ of the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable and sanctified by the Holy Spirit. The emphasis of the minister on, pri- on the priestly service in this aspect. Paul looked upon himself as a priest, if you will, offering up to God the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. Paul took serious, and again, Paul's a Jew Jew, right? Mm-hmm. You know that. But he took serious his call to, to deal with Gentile nation. We don't to talk about uh, some of this, but he, he took serious the call that, that God had, had placed on him. And look, Paul really dealt with folks. Back Peter, Peter, he had to deal with Peter one time. When Peter did the Gentiles wrong, right? Remember Peter was sitting down eating with them, and then when the other um, Jews from from Jerusalem showed up, what did Peter do? Peter he stopped eating with them. And and, and Paul had a look him in his face. He said, No, 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 that's hypocrite. You were sitting there eating with the Gentiles. You know Paul, you know, Peter wrestled with racists, racist. That's a good study right like, where we're at right now. This day, he wrestled racist. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Paul said, now, you, you were eating with some up stuff. Now in Cuba, all the Jewish uh, men and the dignitaries showed up and you, you run away from them. So, so Paul took seriously this talk uh, to, to deal with the Jewish, or deal, deal with the Gentile, Gentile nation. He calls almost a spiritual sacrifice, and that First Peter uh, 2 and 5 talks about that. <laughs> the priestly offers to God only that which was the best. Alright? Malachi a good one. That's a good one to, to, to take a look at. Malachi uh, talks about the sacrifices in the blemish. Look at that passage <laughs> right there. Um, the offering that was given to, the, to God at that time was not accepted. Mm. People were bringing in um, a sacrifice. They were bringing in the bad bulls. Uh, they were bringing all the, you know, the, the main animals and stuff. God said, I'm not going to accept that. That's a good lesson, but we can't just show up in church. All right, You can't just show up. You can't just show up and think this checklist and we'll do it. Yeah. God, God, doesn't it? I
1: can't
0: even know what All right, that's a good story. It's that sacrifice. That's a part of my See the Trinity in the ministry of the Word. Paul was the minister of Jesus Christ. He preached the gospel of God. And served in the power of the Holy Spirit. It was done for the for God's glory. Verse 17. Therefore, I have reason to glory in Jesus Christ in the things which I pertain to God. Look, Paul liked to boast, but he made sure that when he boasted now, everything he did was boasted from God. So I'm careful in that. I'm not perfect. But I listen, I listen. And the (laughs) folks that always talk about the lonely themselves and how good they are and all that. So there and listening. So, folks, you follow them on on social media, they don't do anything wrong. I'm not saying you can put your dirt, I'm just saying, hey, that must be hard being perfect. (laughs) Paul said, if I'm ever going to be found, boastful, it's going to be. You sound boastful. You found boastful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the word glory right here carries the idea of boast, take pride. Paul was not bragging about his ministry, but the Lord has done it. The apostles suffered for a reason. I once heard, I once, one of the guys I followed and he said, I ain't don't think it's easy for nothing. Mm-hmm. That's something that I heard him say years ago. He said, I ain't going to take this meeting for nothing. That makes sense. But you have a bit of reason that we do all this.
1: <laughs>
0: it was done by God's power. Again, this is Paul's ministry. For I will not dare to speak of anything, any of those things which Christ has not accomplished through me in the word and deeds to make the Gentiles obedient. 19. 19. 19. The mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about Elohim, and I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. That 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 right there, I think it's, it's in my I think it's in my note. Paul traveled some un, unbelievable places. I think I've got it They said he would have traveled roughly over
1: 10,000
0: miles. Mm -hmm. I I think about my vehicle right now. That's
1: something.
0: Because I think they're going in, you know, the boats and some of that boat travel. But just think about That what he was able to do in the area of the world that he was able to do. And he's saying, it's not because I'm so great. It's not because I said up for of the it's about the power, the power of God. They talk about miracles and wonders right here. Um and it's interesting, weird talks about this and other folks I was I was dealing with. They said um, there was special miracles given at this time. And they said well, don't necessarily see some of those miracles now in a sense. Um they said we do have miracles maybe an example of just a heart change. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, let me give you. A, I know I'm a miracle. Oh, I mean, if you don't know any other miracle, you know me. You know your pastor. That is a miracle. That is a miracle. That is a miracle. Paul saying everything that I've done, God gave me the strength to glorify Him. Even the miracles that in the Bible, or even the miracles that Paul performed, that was to open the eyes of the folks who we could preach the. We didn't be a miracle just to have a miracle. In fact, miracles alone did not save. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you see a miracle, I mean, because the Bible is filled, in fact, I think I got it in the books where they talk about uh, there was some miracle in Acts. There were some folks uh, that, that mm-hmm. saw some miracles, but it didn't change them. Mm-hmm.
1: There's
0: some of us today that see some miracles, but it doesn't change us. So it's not the miracle of the sale that you do but it's what the miracle are to, to. That's why it's important for us to use our gift to get glory. Your gift is not just it. Just so you can have a gift, you can sort it by using That's not what he, he gives us, what he gives us. That's what he gives us. Amen. And it was according, so it was done through God's power, and then it was according to God's, to God's plan. That's 20 through 24. And so I had to watch, I had made it my aim to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build on another man's foundation. But as it is written, whom he was announced, he was not announced. They shall see, and those who have not heard shall understand. For this reason, I have also, I have been much hindered from coming to you, but now, no longer, have no place in these parts, and having a great desire these many years to come to you. 24. Whenever I journey to Spain, I shall come to you, for I hope to see you on my journey, and to be helped on my way there by you. That first, I may enjoy your company for a while. God, it's, it's interesting, and it's, it's even more interesting, because you're going to really see his influence, because in the last part of six, in chapter 16, he's going to greet a lot of people that are wrong. But Paul has never made it. He's not the wrong yet. Mm. Where's he writing his letter from? No.
1: Mm. great <laughs> Correct. Mm. It's not um,
0: it's not a prison physical. but He's in Corinth. He's in Corinth right now. But He's never been to Rome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, this is gonna, this is gonna take you where? Else. Does he ever make it alone? Mm-hmm. So he, he actually, he's he not lying to him. He's gonna come like that. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be a free trip. Coming in giants. That's where some of those prison epistles come. Right now he's a free man. He's writing right from, from the city of. And so you see God's plan. He said, it wasn't in God's plan for me to come to America. He said, I had some work to do. I think that's why I'm going to preach it. That's some good, good preaching over there. Paul finished his victory work before he. Before he headed to Rome, he said, I had some work to do in these corners of the world. God had me to deal with that. Now I'm finished with that. He said, Now no, I'll hit to wrong. The problem for many of us is we don't finish our ministry. We got all kinds of excuses of why we're not affected with our ministry. When it comes down to it, God has gifted us, He has given us the strength to finish whatever ministry He has for us. We don't finish it, it's on us. So. Amen. Yeah, so it sees comes about 14,000 miles according according to where he one thing that Paul Paul says, um, he said, he said, look, I, I don't I don't go. Part of my apostleship was I don't go where, I don't go to places that where the church has already been established. Alright? That's, that's for that first part when we'll he we'll talks about that. He said I don't go anywhere uh, where where the church is not, not the church has already been established. Paul left behind witnessing churches and people to carry on the work. The vast area of opportunity kept Paul from visiting Rome any sooner. Let's jump to the 25 through 33 now. The Gentiles' ministry to the Jews. The Gentiles' ministry to the
1: Jews.
0: But now, I'm going to Jerusalem to minister to the saints. 25, 26. For it pleased the <coughs> and Achaia, Achaia to make a certain contribution to the poor among the saints who are in Jerusalem. It pleased them indeed, and they are their debtors. For if the Gentiles have been partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister to them in material things. 28. Therefore, when I have performed this and have sealed to them this fruit, I shall go by the way of you to Spain. But I know that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessings of the gospel of Christ. 30. Now I beg you, brethren, through the Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit, to strive together with me in prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from those in Judea who do not believe that my service of the Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, that I may come to you with joy by the will of God, and may be refreshed together with you. Now the God of peace be with you. Amen. 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 In this in this passage right here, Paul is unfolds some interesting stuff. He's saying the Gentiles received the spiritual wealth and that's what we talked about the following way of the Jewish of the Jewish nation opened up the gospel the way for the gospel to come to the Gentiles they this thing, and Paul is saying that's a blessing and so now you've benefited from that spiritual wealth and so the very least um, thing that you can do is help materially those, those four Jews Uh, I was studying and listening earlier to some stuff, and what you got, especially in Jerusalem, many of those Jews that would have become Christians were now poor. They would have been ostracized uh, by the Jews that are still following the Jewish religion (laughs) in that area. So they really had uh, many of them didn't even have means to take care of themselves. And so now you see Paul actually taking up funding. What of those Christians in that area? All right? He's saying, look, that's the issue. And so Paul's looking at this. He's looking at this opportunity not just to bless somebody materially, but he's also saying this is a great opportunity to bring unity in the church. Right? You ain't no more. Look, the most grateful person will be we the one that didn't have nothing, and somebody blessed them a little something. I'm going to look at you differently if, if, if I'm on look I'm, I'm, at the, I'm at the very bottom of where I'm at and I know you blessed me at least I can do come sit in church with you mm-hmm. thanks was so Paul is seeing, seeing this right here as an opportunity to, to unify to unify the church so it's a ministry if you will to even even the Jews the offering was an expression of love it was a practical relief for the, for the Jews and it helped unite the church Paul saw this offering as paying off a debt, if you will. Paul saw Gentile Christians debtors to the Jews because the Jews gave the Gentiles the word of God. Amen. The payment was also a fruit or a benefit of the walk with the Lord, if you will. Paul was anxious for the offering to be delivered. He desired a better bond between the churches. That's in that 30 right there. I, that's why I kind of paused when I was reading. Now, I beg you, brethren, to the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of the Spirit that you strive together with me in prayer. And you look at that idea of striving together. It's almost like this athlete fighting. Mm. See, look, too many times our prayers are not sure. Mm. Mm. It's just an exercise for us. Mm. I'm going to get it done. You're going to ask me. You're going to ask you if I'm praying, so let me just... God is good, God is great. (laughs) 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 I'm not after no prayer. I'm not after that. Uh, What I'm saying is right here, Paul saying, he said, I need you to pray Mm -hmm. hard. One of these days, we're going to have do a prayer reading now. we do a good prayer reading I Thank you, Lord, and me. One of these days, we're going to come in like on Saturday. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about real, real great mm-hmm. I'll never, I'll never uh, forget it. I told this story before. Um, you know, ordination. Really before, before and, um, the ordination and the people were four or five, and what just in me off at the beginning. I told y'all that. I was ready, at had all my stuff ready, and impressed everybody. All <laughs> the family was going to impress everybody with all he had to say. He was <laughs> going to show them he could study. Dr. people. the first thing he started off with was he was ready to die. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, one thing that he did um, after, after we had the uh, exam in the past, he had us on our knees. All of us. And he, said, he said, I want y'all to play. He said, The people need to see it right like now. Mm-hmm. Your family needs to see the family. Your kids need to see the family. Mm-hmm. is needs to see the, mm-hmm. the, needs to see the mm-hmm. <laughs> He's saying, the work is so great that, look, you don't have any money, just pray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, was listened to a day studying this. He said, sometimes when folks talking about giving money, he gives money to his church and gives money to his efforts. He asked them if they pray, have they prayed? He said, if they say no, he said, well, take some of the money back. They don't pray. He didn't say it at all, but he said yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying, though, how important
1: prayer he is. Saying, not oh, yeah,
0: that's yes, a good time. I was really thankful for it. I was thinking, I was, it used to have prayer meetings from house to house. Like Miss Nadine, Miss Georgia, parents, which I should take my kids house to house to mix with the house that I feel comfortable talking to the house. Really nice. I'm so thankful.
1: Yeah, we um
0: this is a house of prayer. Amen. Amen. And sometimes sometimes we miss the important stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, look, she's to do anything else we should be praying for. All the programs had a good church week Sunday. But all that bullshit stuff, if we if we're not praying, it's not it's not like I said, we can go look, let's just be in a rhythmic club. We're not gonna pray, and we're not gonna be for the building up the body. Let's just call ourselves a club, get out of the church, and go build it. But we're talking about doing God's business, it's because if you cover popping, we never not have another speaking pocket. Who's secret popping? Uh oh. I think I catch yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't I not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get close. Now let's look. So our prayer must be earnest. That's 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 am going to be driving. That's right. Amen. This last part, and, and really we're we're, we're really done. This last part is an interesting part. One thing, but I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to help you out. When we're studying this, sometimes, especially in the Old Testament. You'll sit there and you'll read all those names and mm-hmm. you'll be like, wow oh, no,
1: go ahead and go past that.
0: Mm-hmm. But start disciplining yourself to read that. Mm-hmm. Alright? There's a reason for that. Same thing right here. In this last chapter right here, you know, I'm sure there's been somebody who's just saying, okay, fifteen is done, sixteen ain't nothing. All you gotta list names and people be thinking, and we can get on <laughs> out there. So it's important. It's important. Alright? So let's, let's unfold some of this and we'll get out of here. We start with Phoebe. Alright? No, let's look at this, let's summarize it. Paul greets at least 26 people by name, as well as two unnamed saints and several churches. He closes yeah, and from nine from nine believers who were for rent when the letter was written. And listen, this, this is this is uh, key. Paul was a friend maker mm. and a soul winner. That's that's what Bridgers says. He did not I- isolate himself. <laughs> Paul was a friend maker and a soul maker. Yeah. Again, a lot of these people he's greeting right there in Rome, of course, again, he's making a connection, right? You know, this letter right here. He's trying to make an impact with this letter. Yeah. So he's dropping some names for a reason. Yeah. Now, they're friends. We they also understand that they on, look. I mean, let me help you out. What do we do? We do the same thing. We sit there talking to somebody, and we try to make a connection. And as soon as they, as soon as we find out that they know, you know Jim Smith mm-hmm. from Paris, then mm-hmm. what do we do? You know Jim Smith from Paris. You know Paula. You know, you know mm-hmm. Sarah. Mm-hmm. We do the same thing. We're trying to make a connection yeah. that makes that conversation more impactful. Mm-hmm. Right? We are sheep, and we sheep flock together. That's what we're really trying to kind of point out in 16. That Paul, as, as, as powerful a ministry as he had, as gifted as he was, he understood the importance of relationship and healing with That's why I have friends. I understand it. I've been there. I, I told one time, I, I said, I, I told the Lord, I'm not going to minister to anybody else. It's not on my, not on my taxes. I don't know. I mean, I was, I was done with it. And God had to work with it. And He said, You're not going to be what you need to be in isolation. And some people are, are more people oriented than others. We understand that. But, but, you know, this folks, the bedside of Baptist, and I'm going to have And so the scripture is quite clear forsake not to sin. Yeah. You know, in order to grow, we got to. He willed it that way. Yeah. He staying, could have wouldn't. just stay, everybody stay at the crib, stay at the house. <laughs> he willed it that we grow. So that was a reason that he, he had all these, these names dropped. We'll, we'll just go through a few of them. Some friends to greet. We talked about Phoebe, right? What does Phoebe do? you're here with Phoebe, what does she do for you? Deaconess? Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She she's the one who carried the letter to Rome. Right. Yeah. Serving as the feminine of Zeke, she was the helper of Paul and other Christians. Priscilla and Aquila. We've heard those names, right? Mm-hmm. They were in Rome at this time and they had a church home. He greets another a number of church homes as well. So there is some biblical practice for for you know I know there's a couple of church homes in this area that I've heard about. Mm-hmm. It was biblical. Um, four persons were called beloved by Paul. You have somebody called kinsmen. All right? The apostle, right there in 16, 1 through 27, that's going to actually mean messenger. the messenger. So this shows that the parts people play in Paul's ministry. So we have some friends to greet, he's got some foes to avoid. 17 through 20. Now I urge you, brethren, note those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine that you learned, and avoid. Mm. We had, you, you recognize that he had some, enemies, right? Mm-hmm. We had some folks that were dividing the church, possibly some duty, Judaizers. Paul gives two instructions. I thought this was good. He gives two instructions when it comes to those that are trying to divide. What, Adam Freaks, right there? One of have Freaks. What did he say, do? That's right yeah. there. That, that's unfolding for you. He says, identify them and avoid them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's got some faithful servants. By honor, 21 to honor. 21-27. see two. Of course, we know Timothy. We know that name, right? Paul's mm-hmm. son in faith. We have Lucius, Jason, Susan I think that's how you pronounce it. They were fellow Jews. You have Tertius. Tertius was his secretary. Paul oh, didn't do others right. Somebody was right in this form, right? Mm-hmm. Yet Gaius, that was the owner of the home that was hosted. Yet Arras held a high office in the in the city. And then we see that this is this benediction is all the longest, reflects his special ministry to the Gentiles. Let me read that benediction. Then. In 25. Now to him who was able to establish your to my God in the preaching of Judas Christ, according to the revelation of the ministry kept. Secret since the world began, but now may manifest by the prophetic scriptures made known to all nations according to the commandment of the everlasting God for obedience to the faith. The God alone lies in glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. 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 Last point Our study of Romans should make us more safe in the faith and more excited to share Christ. And the result of that will be to God only wise, be glory to Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Amen. Fantastic job. Amen. Amen. Well, it was a tough study, but we thank God and pray for you better for it. Amen. 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 God, again, we just thank you. We thank you that we get such an awesome privilege to study your yes. word. Amen. We thank you that you Continue to touch our hearts. The are has there were many of us on Wednesdays that we're not thanking. Wednesday's past, and we're not thanking God's word. Mm-hmm. So we're thanking you now for how you're transforming our hearts, transforming our lives. For mm-hmm. so God, again, let's all go to the thank you, Father God. We pray for those that join us online. We pray for those that watch the recording. Mm-hmm. We pray that they know that they're loved. We pray for those that our hearts are pray for. We pray for so many beginning, the start of the season. Give strength. Bless all these households. We pray. But give us the our simple way. This name we ask all these things. Amen. Amen.